Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey there, American Horror Story fans. We're talking Season 6, Roanoke, Chapter 6. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey there, American Horror Story fans. Welcome to the after show for American Horror Story Season 6, Chapter 6, My Roanoke Nightmare. I am your host, Elena Jordan, and today I am joined by my full panel. Hey guys, I'm Kelly McInerney. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Weirdo. Hey guys, I'm Michelle Madison. You can find me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Madison TV. What is up, everyone? You guys can find me on social media at Zach Kelch. All right, so let's dive right into this episode. This, a whole lot went down this week. This Okay, so we've had, the twist has been, you know. Twisted. It's, Mm -hmm. It's been twisted. (laughs) <laughs> Not Mr. Twisty, but yeah. still twisted. We okay. We've had this hint that things were gonna go awry this episode. Mm-hmm. Everything was gonna change. But man, did they have a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just a completely different like type of show now. It definitely well, that's went what they said. Yeah. Very they different right. from how we anticipated as well. So before we dive into what actually went down, what do you guys any initial thoughts? How are you feeling on this episode I mean, overall? I, th- I think we n- kind of predicted the gist of what we expected to happen. Mm-hmm. We figured it, we'd take a little behind-the-scenes progression moment, mm-hmm. but didn't fully entail it moving forward the way it is. So, um, you know, this episode, it's hard. I don't want to sit here and judge this episode too um, toughly because the reality is it's just the, it, it'd be as if it were the pilot again. So, you know, we have an entire season of sorts still to see how it plays out. So I'm going to stay nice and objective right now because it wasn't my favorite episode, but that's okay. Uh, Zach and I differ on this one. I think we're a split panel tonight. But I actually was seeing the Halloween Resurrection direction this was going to go into. So I'm happy. Actually, I I love the um, satire of it all. I'm enjoying it. We'll just say that. You're into it? This is my second favorite episode since the second episode. I like the way, uh, I like how they still incorporated everybody. It was kind of hard to remember everybody's names. Yeah. I think it was, I liked it, but I thought there were some really cheesy things, and it's like, all right, yeah. calm down, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. I do kind of feel like this was almost a little nod, Ryan Murphy's nod to, like, hey, I also do Scream Queens, don't, mm-hmm. don't forget, like, we also have a little bit of kitsch thrown in. Whereas up to this point, everything's been very serious, mm-hmm. and we've had very... It's felt like American Horror Story, but just a re-adaptation of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this episode, it felt almost like a different show. Not mm-hmm. even like a different show for this season, but a different show overall. Right. Yeah, overall. And, I, and I think with that is, I mean, like, it's kind of the joke of that this is like a real-world version of American Horror Story, whatever it might be, which... You know, with Cheyenne's character of the really over-enthusiastic and aggressive producer 
and it th- this episode was just a lot of a little ch- a cheese moment for me and so it, which kind of for me can sometimes cut the horror in a negative way mm-hmm. but that's but why I'd rather I, have them cut the horror than cut the cheese Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> waka waka waka. See, that's part of why I love this episode is because I'm yeah. all about the cheesy. Hey, <laughs> thanks, sound guy. <laughs> so we find out beginning this episode, kicking it off, that up until this point, my Roanoke nightmare was a 2015 hit that mm-hmm. has just completely broken tons of records. 23 million viewers beat out The Walking Dead. And Empire. Good. I love that. Good for that. <laughs> I, that, I, I do it. like that Ryan Murphy's yeah. like, don't forget, I'm super relevant. Like, I know all <laughs> these pop culture references. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have had so many references to all of our old school horror movies. Mm-hmm. But this is still a Ryan Murphy production. We're going to keep this very, very, mm-hmm. like... Right. Mm-hmm. The Universal Studios references to last season. This is their version was Empire and Walking Dead. So, Sydney, we finally get Cheyenne Jackson. He's playing mm-hmm. Sydney, the deplorable reality TV producer. But hot. He is, well, and Cheyenne's hot. Anybody Cheyenne saying. plays is hot. Goes. You're going to be an asshole to at least be cute. <laughs> that's at least, that's, that is not a good that's thing not, to tell I, people. I'm <laughs> just saying. Don't give hot you're, people you're the excuse not, to be mean. I'm just saying. <laughs> there has to be a benefit. Okay, continue, Lena. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is Cheyenne can play any character, and we will love that character. Mm-hmm. Because we will love anybody that he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, which, same for Evan Peters, but we'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, so, he's playing Sydney, who is basically wanting to recreate this lightning in a bottle situation. And he wants to return to Roanoke three days in hell, get the original cast and the actors who recreated it, which we also get answers to where they filmed it. They actually filmed it in the house, the, yeah. re- the reenactment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but we summer. find out that it's during the summer mm. when there's no blood moon and all the production crew and all of the everything else. So he has bought this house from Zach and from um, Matt and Shelby for half the price. Uh-huh. Which, which I still felt like he overpaid because they were going to give it away for free, right? At one point. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm still kind of messed up. Yeah. A little, this, little shady. This is ultimately like business, where the business. where the kink of of this turn goes for me, though, because it's just you. Ha- I mean, unless you're giving these people, I I mean, you would assume if this story is real, which the real Matt Shelby and Lee are really attesting to, these things that happened because now they're laughing at the actors saying like nothing is scary about this place. Mm-hmm. No amount of money would bring these people back yeah, to this house. That's how yeah. I feel yeah. too. Which but I like, understand how they were able to, for the sake of the American Horror Story show, yeah. mm-hmm. shape it and have, you know, we bring in, we find out that Shelby and Matt have separated mm-hmm. because she's mm-hmm. had an affair with Dominic, who played mm-hmm. Matt, which is also just a whole weird, yeah, right. weird thing. She said upon she itself. To, no, it was a cheap, cheap imitation of her husband, but it's like okay, yeah. all right, whatever. So we find out that that is her. Impetus but to go back to the desperate. house. That shows how desperate she is. That but after- why would Matt come back? 
Matt has nothing to gain. Yeah, right? they didn't show us how he, how Sydney um, got Matt to come back, which I was I surprised mean, about. The, and then the only other thing that we can assume is, and then Lee wants to come back to clear her name as being a murderer. Mm-hmm. Or, but also, her daughter just, disappeared there and almost like, died. Right? And her yeah. Ex husband or whatever. There died. should be plenty to be like no, and they can she probably they can probably ride the PR train long enough to still make good money mm-hmm. after yeah. this like but That's, well if she's we also find out that Lee is doing pretty well she's made seven figures mm-hmm. on a book deal so like they're right. all need it and if this is a huge huge thing and we're assuming i mean he's thinking that they are going to be making you know he signs a 13 episode deal at just for advertising 12 million dollars a show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so obviously they're all going to be paid very well right so we're assuming that that probably factors in as well. But if this is supposed to be an accurate representation of what's really luring these people in, how come those contract negotiations are never brought up? Right. Mm-hmm. Short time. This is TV. Yeah. And I, then I think it's also a play on how we see fame now. Like people are fame whores. So yeah. they'll, they'll yeah. risk yeah. their life for more money. Yeah. yeah. And then we okay. also see kind of the behind the scenes of him saying, you know, it's, he does not believe that the ghosts are real. But... Mm-hmm. They're going to rig all of these different things and make them believe that they are in danger, basically for just for good TV to yeah. get and for to get Lee to confess. Yeah, and that's well, that's what he says, but it's really I think just selfish really reasons mm-hmm. because as he says, reality is what we make of it, which is I agree. Yeah, but that's also I think kind of coming from somebody who's making a scripted television show mm-hmm. and seeing all these reality TV shows coming off. I think that was kind of Ryan Murphy and the writer's room as a subtle dig. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we all know these reality shows aren't really yeah. real. Like, mm-hmm. right. come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, the new scripted. But we do, yes, but we do get the conflict between um, Sydney and, I already don't know the her fr- name because girl, she's the gone producer. already. The yeah. female producer. Diana. Diana. Diana um, really standing her ground being like, this is too much, you're really faking this. And he is, his... Um, moral reasoning for the show, yes, is to attempt to be the man who got Lee to confess. So mm-hmm. he's trying to not only make a bajillion dollars from a reality show, but also be like the savior of this murder case that was never solved. I so. think that that is also kind of just to appease Diane, though. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. she is, you know, we which we do see Diane, who is all of us, I think the audience at home. Mm-hmm. Right. And this, I think, is also kind of them being like, okay, everybody, we hear you saying, well, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just get out of here? During the daytime. So, <laughs> during the daytime, she goes, she sees them, they rig all this stuff, they rig the explosives, they have all the things, and poor reference to Cricket. Oh, oh, he did a great impersonation, though. Yeah, that was a really yeah. good yeah. impersonation of Cricket, but also really sad that, you yeah. know. So they're saying they're going to hide the production trailers in the woods, they want it to be very secluded, but then they find these fetal pigs mm-hmm. arranged that nobody on the production crew has done. And they assume that it is Agnes uh, Mary Wigstead, who we find out is the actress who played the butcher, mm-hmm. who has gone way off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she, so she apparently, oh, I don't, I hate that I was going to make this reference, but she went a little like Heath Ledger, and apparently went too into character, as we're supposed to yeah. assume. Yeah, yeah. And so she went full blown crazy, and kind of now a split personality where she thinks she is the butcher. In fact, yeah. I think she may be the butcher. 
You think she's prediction? I think that I think, I think that might just be a ploy yeah. for us yeah. to to maybe wonder is she actually possessed? But I, don't I think know. it was just think difficult for all because even uh, the girl, the Monet that played uh, Lee, was like, "You made me an alcoholic." So I guess which, yeah. Yeah. just fucked up. People which to play. I'm sorry, I'm but no. I'm sorry. This is playing a little bit too much into the actor. Like, is so a character actor that they yeah. have to do all this ridiculous. I stuff. almost wonder how much of this is him also being kind of topical, like with the whole Jared Leto playing the. Joker mm-hmm. and like all of that thing mm-hmm. with the method I mean, acting and people really shining the light on method acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seems to be and a little... how far is too far. Yeah, um, I mean so, I'm not an actor, so I don't know how what goes into that. But I mean, this, this, this is, is aggre- that, this is aggressive to as, Mike. Yeah, you tell to us. Months removed, be I don't know to like to have the argument with the real life person. Be like, you made me yeah. this way. Uh-huh. No, that's, no, that's a bit excessive. I feel. I feel there's a lot that. I mean, this is obviously supposed to be way blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think it's just. I think it's just a quick. Um, it's a quick utilization of the show to draw a line between the actors and the real life people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it clearly, it's like if we're talking Big Brother, there are alliances being made right now. Yeah. In the house. Like, now I have to say too, though, I love that every single way that they've done because this is a very exposition heavy episode, mm-hmm. and they did a great way of breaking up the exposition and having all of it be in an interesting way. Like we see. Uh, the sit-down interviews, like the Talking Heads with mm-hmm. first with uh, Shelby and Agnes. with Sydney, and then with Agnes and Sydney, mm-hmm. and then we go and move into the other ones. We see Lee as an e inter- e entertainment mm-hmm. interview. Yeah. We see the confessional style. Right. So we get all of this exposition, but it's all in a way that is interesting mm-hmm. and none of it ever feels stagnant or repetitive. Right. So yeah. that I do have to say for basically creating a radio drama that you have to see visually, the writers kind of knocked it out of the park with this no, one. No, I mean we mm-hmm. even turned to each other um, ha- it was literally 29 minutes into the show and you're like is at the commercial break you're like was that it? And I was like no, it's not even yeah. half the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like truly. Every time there was stuff. a commercial break I was like whoa that's such a good end to the episode. There's more. There's yeah. more to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. Wow. Three pages into what we're I'm right. Like, well, we we so I mean, so there's like a core of like what like seven or eight people now that we're trying to play catch up with. So like mm-hmm. they really tried to like bingo yeah. bango through all yeah. of them. But I do kind of like that because kind of the issue that I was worried would happen with them switching into a new storyline per se was that they would have too many character introductions at mm-hmm. once right. because we've seen that in past seasons too where they just had mm-hmm. too many storylines all at one time and it just got too flustered. I feel like even with the turn that this one has taken, they're still very much sticking to one storyline, making everything make right. sense, having yeah. each loose end is tied up and every callback comes full circle mm-hmm. without waiting question, 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 question. Here's a dump of answers. Hope we didn't forget anything. It's over. Yeah. So right. that I at least I, I'm digging this season for that for that reason specifically and this episode for that reason. Mm-hmm. But again, they do get a little heavy handed with it. We find out that Agnes has some issues. Mm-hmm. Uh well So she was running on she issues, was running on Hollywood Boulevard with a cleaver trying to murder yeah. people. Yeah. And, and like, gets arrested. Tracy Jordan. Gets, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Tracy Jordan. Oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy, I think. I am a stabbing <laughs> robot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what up, Brian Murphy? We got our own pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so she gets charged with assault with a deadly weapon, gets sent to Holly Hill, Mm -hmm. which I'm wondering, is this going to be a reference to Asylum? Like, that's, mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe the tie-in, because they keep having this of some sort of tie-in. I think at this point, we, like, we've seen enough and can figure out where some of these characters are coming or going that I think... I think that we need to stay with the story. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's right going to be a whole separate no, 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 like, I know. byline, yeah. but I think it's going to be some sort of just, you know, I don't think so. Throw in reference, I, it maybe. could, but I think now that we've already seen her, so she's now has a restraining order against her and can't, she's not allowed to be a part of the production mm-hmm. because she got because everyone assumes that she so did the little the pig pigs. babies, yeah. but mm-hmm. she. I mean, we not. don't know, but she didn't. But then, immediately upon finding out that she's not going to the show, she snaps and goes into full char- well, character, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. of the butcher. She full butcher. Mm-hmm. She starts yelling, "They'll, thou, thou dare cast me out of paradise? I shall smite thee!" And it's like, really? Oh, that creepy yeah. house is paradise. Yeah. yeah well, well, it's her land. That was a yeah. very good one. And she has a whole. She's mi- got it. Like, she has her own minions. That is paradise. For her, yeah, yeah. Uh, I which, guess so. Yeah, at least you like I mean, a margarita when you're crazy town banana, <laughs> when you're nutso, I guess that's paradise. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the butcher's paradise. I'm so if she thinks, paradise. oh, you know, hey, I like yeah. that. Um, anywho, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go karaoke. So then we see Lee do her interview, mm-hmm. which is an e news. Mm-hmm. Interview. She's got to sit down. She finds out. That's when we find out about her book deal and everything. But we also find out that everybody thinks that she is a killer mm-hmm. and because of quote unquote the way she the way uh, what is um, Monet that, Monet okay. Monet, the way Monet portrayed, portrayed her. her. Mm-hmm. Which we, so we already have the direct animosity. Like which at, at some point I want to be like okay. I get a lot of the feedback was that things were a little too confusing. It doesn't have to be so hit us over the head with it, though. Like, we yeah. get it. Monet and Lee don't like each other. Mm-hmm. We don't have to see the direct, I blame you for my alcoholism. I blame you for people thinking I I'm think, a murderer. You know, I th- I think, though, it's it's as much as, yes, I don't, didn't really appreciate it, it's going to be necessary for this alleged, like, three-part season that we're watching right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. For this because essentially so to be, happening. like, a f- for what we're told or what we think right now, we only have four episodes of now this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, things are going to have to move so quickly. So yeah, fast. Yeah, have to go fast, like, build fast. Yeah. Because after this, yeah, mm-hmm. we have three more episodes. Which we already and then do. Mm-hmm. Crazy yeah. something else. But I mean, but again, since, like, the, the concept of this show was three days in hell. They're only mm-hmm. back for three days anyway. Yeah. So. And one day's gone, right? Well, well we left off the first day. night. This is the night. Technically, yeah, the first so the day is the next day. Okay. Because oh. they're arriving four hours later. And it's not the blood moon yet. We see. They say, you know, it's look hat. out the it's window. Yeah. Yeah. The blood moon is coming. Right. It's the three days of the whatever more. Um, but, you know, basically they're saying you're going to be in some bad situations, mm-hmm. but before we even get to the bad situations, let's get caught up on where you guys are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lee is upset that everybody thinks that she's a murderer, but she also, you know, Sydney genuinely believes that she's a murderer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also see they're very much playing up how awful Sydney is. So his death, I know, is going to be horrific at some point. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I hope it's worse than um, Cricket. I hope it's way worse than Cricket because yeah. uh, Cricket, Cricket loved it. Yeah, he got it real dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Sydney... And then the, one, and then the nurse getting uh, yeah, pulled the nurse, apart. Yeah, the nurse getting pulled apart. Those were so gnarly ones. Yeah. yeah. 
he but he says first right off the bat he thinks that Sydney is going to kill what if Sydney kills a, or I'm sorry Lee. what if Lee yeah. kills again uh-huh. so he already thinks that Lee is a killer and that she may kill somebody again but he's more concerned with the legalities of Monet's alcoholism mm-hmm. because they can't knowingly give her alcohol so they're going to basically turn a blind eye and allow her to smuggle it in. I think that actually is real, though. That is real. That is. And that, I think, was a very blatant point out. We even have Diane, the producer, say, so we would get in more trouble for Monet, for giving Monet alcohol than we would if Lee killed someone. Mm -hmm. And they just nonchalantly, yes. Yeah, pretty much. That's the legality of it. Done. And also he eggs he, on Agnes, hoping that say, the restraining yeah. order is going to bring her to the house. And I think that was just for publicity. Because if she already uh, pretty much almost attacked another cast member, because that, that got revealed to us afterwards. And it was like, so why was he going to have her there in the first place? But now we know he wants all the drama. He's just oh, yeah. trying to stir right. stuff yeah. up. This He's is like churning the butter. Loving hip hop meets paranormal He's activity. Churning the butter like yeah. the colonial woman on the wing of the plane. On the wing of the plane. Oh, Always gonna bring me. We've, we've said that a few time, episodes. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, there's too many callbacks. Too many. Um, <laughs> but uh, then the ultimate accident occurs, and poor crew guy Greg. Aww. Gets murdered with a chainsaw. He just but, shoves it into himself. Right. So that's why what, that's why chainsaw. gets murdered is the right word to say because I would think any of us drew the conclusion that a ghost or whatever it might be pretty much took, held his own hands and yeah. chainsawed yeah. himself. Right? Because Greg mm-hmm. clearly was screaming his head off, not too thrilled with the fact that it was chainsawing himself right. uh, yeah. to death. But of course, we have the cast arriving in mere hours, so there's no time to mourn poor Greg. So So Cheyenne Sydney is like, the show must go on. Immediately. So Diane now becomes all of us from this point forward saying, okay, well, I'm out. I do like that they can yeah, that they're nuts. bleeping out some f bombs. Yes. I kind of it's mm-hmm. adding yeah. a nice like real touch to it. Yeah, because yeah. I'd be fl- they'd be flying out of my mouth oh, left yeah. and right. Oh yeah, which the way that they've structured it that works perfectly because yeah. it's supposed to be a show that would be yeah. airing that they would right. have the bleep. So mm-hmm. it's it's very well done in that respect. Mm-hmm. She quits. She leaves. She turns on her camera to say, "I want to set the story straight." Because she knows she, in the later viewing of the show that she'll be portrayed as some like crazy person. As mm-hmm. Nuts. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, of course, all their cars are rigged up with cameras because every aspect of this is supposed to be filmed. So she does like her own confessional. So she does her own in-car confessional, and this is the way that the writers say, okay, everybody who is every audience member yelling at the screen saying, well, don't go in there, don't do this, mm-hmm. this is what I would do, just get out of there. It's she gets easy. out of there. It's not that easy. Yeah. She leaves. And we had the light of day. We was in the like, middle of the You're daytime. never no. supposed to be attacked in a but car in the day. I have a question. How is it that she couldn't find a road, but the Uber driver did? I'm she just did find a road. She, no, was she, was, the, she was in like the woods still. No, she she was, she on, was on that like dirt road, yeah. and yeah. that figure appeared. And she so she has a moment. She's like, "In no way am I, am I gonna get close to that." Oh, and yeah. like so she tried though. to just do like a quick turn around, okay, like a little off roading. Mr. Pig got and Mr. Pig got her. Yeah. I do like how she I'd rather like look these. like a crazy bitch than die making the, the show. Mm-hmm. I do like how these the, the real ghosts look. Like they look a lot scarier than how the uh, the reenactment people. Yeah, you know, they just look like the only thing yeah. 
if it's not a blood moon yet, how are they physically attacking? How is he during able to day. kill her during the daytime if it's not a blood moon yet? That's, yeah. that's, that's they've already people. set up. Yeah, two people. Yeah. They've already set up their. I, s- I still feel like there's some aspect of real people who live in the area who were involved. Like I think they're think still the in, but they, but they the... pop up in the back seat. Like yeah, that's that's magic. Or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah no, there some are... sort of supernatural. Yeah. Aspect. We still don't know where the hillbillies are. We don't know. We find out the Polks, which is also good exposition, that we find out one line, the Polks, nobody's seen the Polks in months. We yeah. find out because they say, well, maybe they did that with the fetal pigs. And they said, no, they've been gone. Mm-hmm. Which means they know something's going down. It's like the whole They're aspect. Out. It's like if you're in the woods and all the animals are running away, run, run away. The animals. Yeah. Something bad is coming. When the hillbillies are like, we're out. You go. Leave. See, and that's and that's where... When the scary hill people, the cannibalistic hill people are too scared, get out. But mm-hmm. the thing is, though, and it's like with bringing this up in the car, the thing that's now very confusing are the rules of, of what's real, what isn't. When mm-hmm. can things be there? When can they not? Because now we have a whole other aspect of of produced scares versus the real ones and we don't even under and now we like really don't understand the real ones but we know oh, that yeah. diana cross's body is never found mm-hmm. that she's actually gone that 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 the police find this camera three months later yeah. so we presume that's a real attack from the supernatural creatures mm-hmm. so she has to be with the ghoul gang then she should be she should yeah. be yeah. Have her body, Theor- yeah, her spirit trapped somewhere there because, yeah. yeah, and also that's part of their bodies are missing that they become part of the whatever land. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking she'll probably show up later on mm-hmm. at some point. But it is weird that they set up these parameters and then broke those parameters. That yeah. The <clears throat> ghost shouldn't be able to kill yet. And we saw that earlier when Dennis O'Hare, you know, says when he attacks the pig man and says Mm Croatoan and then later says Croatoan doesn't work it's like okay well then when can when are you safe yeah yeah Yeah. and maybe that's just the whole thing is that they're like well the rules change and you're never safe that's maybe the butcher's gonna get you maybe Kathy Bates' Agnes is gonna get you that's the new rules for horror movies there is no rules yeah Mm -hmm. well we then later find out that the we were very excited that Evan Peters showed up last yeah. e- episode to play the one character. Mm-hmm. We now find that his character has married Shelby's reenactress. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Audrey. So oh, go ahead. Oh no, I, I was just that this, was the this accent moment. is oh. like the 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 accent and which I'm actually like intrigued by because I in no world would I think that Sarah Paulson can't do a better accent so it must be intentional Mm -hmm. but it's like it's very like very quote unquote British like it seems it's Mm -hmm. like not very authentic sounding and then it's very RP British because she's supposed to be you know a very dignified regal regal person Mm -hmm. versus Rory who's this frat bro Who's yeah. Which that's supposed to be. Who, of course, they got married, and he literally was just like, and she's so hot. Yeah. And her yeah. and his vows. Which they would do cheesy cute foil where they have her super eloquent vows. And as soon as she's saying all of her eloquent stuff, I was like, okay, so he's going to curse and say something dumb. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm going to love the shit out of you. Yeah. And you're like, I, yeah, I there you I go. I would appreciate that as a wedding vow. 
You know, I love the shit like, out of you. Yeah, I think I would. I feel like You're I've like always dreamed of the moment. <laughs> See, I, my yeah. parents would be lining up. I'd rather be like, I'm gonna buy you so much pizza. That's <laughs> oh, I love yeah. pizza. All what I would want. That's a perfect Friday night. That w- and that's the perfect movie. every night. And, and then like somehow just pull. <laughs> A slice out, and that's the ring is the topic. Okay, we're not going that far, guys. Oh, Cartier, please. One day. I would. I'd be back, all about it. Back to the topic at hand. So, yeah, we see they decide, they sign up. Mm-hmm. They're all excited that they're going to be there together until Rory gets the call that he's going to be doing a, he's got an audition for a big time movie with Brad Pitt. Mm, he's going to bail. She's going to be gone six months apart. Oh, right. you know, so... Do you guys think the ghosts didn't want him to leave? I, Do you think they heard? Mm-hmm. And be like, I'm going to see a callback with Brad Pitt. And they're no, like, no, they, you're not. They wanted that letter. The le- oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but also, that too. Yeah, yeah, I think that if I was the ghost, I would just be like, you can't leave us. You're oh. far too attractive. Evan or Peters. just a per- person mm-hmm. in front Can of you. Ghosts get too. down. Okay, <laughs> I have a thought. I am. I'm sorry. This is going to be naughty. I am surprised that the the nurses didn't try to do like a threesome, like come at him at night with his wife, and he thinks they're going to have a threesome and kill him. Um, that would have been fun. Mm. Well, we oh, also know that the nurses jinkies. are looking a little rough now. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying he would because be like, oh, the, kinky. They are the reenactment costumes. nurses look oh. a lot more attractive than we yeah. see the actual ghost nurses. Fair. Oh, okay. That's a good. Point. So, yeah, I think that it's fun. the for TV how they sex it up, but then I'm doing a lot of air quotes tonight. I don't really know why. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're just air quoting uh, it. <laughs> but yeah, so then later we see they all come together, and Shelby says, you know, it's never too late to find love, mm-hmm. which Andre. Right. See here, these are the things. This, these are the things they're making so many blatant, like just one-liners that should that are just causing so much tension between everyone, Mm -hmm. like things like that. And of course, she's going to read into it, or Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's it. (laughs) It is very. Which I mean, it could be intentional. It is very real worldy when it's just like it's going to just show this unnecessary stuff, and it's just like this isn't the American horror story stuff that we know. So I'm just having... So this was, like, a very big adjustment episode for me. Yeah, it is very different. To add in, like, a humor. But I like it because it is... attempted humor. It is very Scream Queens. Yeah, it is very Scream Queens. Yeah, it's going into the direction of what a lot of horror movies are going into, which is a millennial demographic there. Kind of, like, Which I like, though. I like that they're... To an extent. I feel exactly. To an extent. Now, to an extent... I do, but the thing that I like about it is that they have the differences in the drama mm-hmm. is Shelby and Matt and their real world, this is a marriage that has fallen apart. Mm-hmm. She genuinely loves this man. They have been through, presumably, Literally. some real hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wants their lives back together right. to the point that she's willing to put herself back in this situation versus the fabricated drama that the actors have where they're mm-hmm. kind of, you know, saying even we think that they're playing it up. The Americans are way too dramatic, dramatic with theirs. They need to... She should have underplayed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where then we have Monet saying, you know, I think that was actually real drama. And they just saying, well, there's no way there could be real 
emotions and things in this reality TV right. situation. Mm-hmm. Well, that, because I mean, it's reality TV, right. and it's that's not real. The, the kind of the thing that you're getting is like the actors are just kind of having this vibe like, hey, I'm just here for three days for a paycheck. Like they're mm-hmm. just hanging out and kind of scoffing and laughing at the mess of real humans in front of them. When Shelby and Matt, think. yeah, when they, they find yeah. out that they're paired up and Matt says he's going to go down to the basement and Shelby kind of freaks out. Then Audrey's response is fiery and pathetic, exactly how I played her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nailed it. I roll. Just yeah. totally mean. Yeah, just yeah. completely, a complete disregard for yeah. these as actual people. Right. Seeing these physical people in front of them as right. the characters that they portrayed mm-hmm. and how they reference them. And then them. later, Monet sits down at the table with Lee and just straight up is just like, how can you sit here okay with yourself after murdering your own husband? Just point blank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, does not sugarcoat. Why aren't they like grateful? Like, hey, thanks for being a person so I could play you and yeah. get all this money. Right. You know? Yeah. At least, I mean, I, I think with Audrey should be because she that was mean for no reason. I guess she's just mad because she made the age thing. Mm-hmm. I think they're I just trying but to play her test it. Yeah, you it's saw her insecurities mom. at her yeah. and in her confessional when she was she was talking about them being away for six months and right. trusting mm-hmm. each other. So right, right, right. I think we're just playing into her insecurities. Right. She's just very but, sensitive. But in the midst of this, when Matt very much overhears them all laughing, he was like, "Well, when were you guys here when you were filming?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Wasn't it like the summer?" Because at this point, it's probably mm-hmm. months and months later, or maybe who knows. And he takes them to the window, and there's a. 90% full red ass moon Real in the red. sky. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you just wait. And he... Yeah, 16. Yeah. He's <laughs> a dummy, though. Like, but it's why like, are you, you coming back? Matt, right. Get out of here. But it's, then we find out, too, because we find out, you know, up in, we've been saying for that, the original My Roanoke Nightmare docudrama that they had was, well, we know that they survive because, you know, this is the end of it. Mm-hmm. Where now we know because they give us a title card that tells us that everybody that signed on for this production dies except for one person. Mm-hmm. This never aired, and then this is the footage that we're bringing. So now they're even setting it up. Everybody in this house is going to die except for somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we have Did our central clarify, dramatic question. Did like, the cast, quote-unquote cast, or is it like, do I mean... <laughs> We're assuming not the whole crew is going to die, but I think yeah. because they're hidden in the woods, I think they're definitely going to die. As soon yeah. as he said, right. put the trailers in the woods, I was like, and they're dead. Yeah, because yeah. no okay. yeah, they're not even going to know to look for them. My, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I'm being like a real dick about this episode tonight, but it's just, there's, there's too many other people involved in across the country in Hollywood that they would be on top of these things. That if, mm-hmm. like, people started yeah. dying, they would know. Mm-hmm. Or even how much of this is supposed to be filmed in real time, like, people would know. Maybe See, this would. is... Maybe. Where, go ahead. Oh, no, go. You could go. You sure? Yeah, go for it. This is where I, I go back to Halloween Resurrection, because in Halloween Re- Resurrection, when they go into the house and they plant all this stuff, they think that it's pranks. Like, they're thinking this stuff that's going on isn't real. And remember the right. guy was setting that's up true. all these props... So people are like, okay, no, that's not real. Kind of like in Scooby Doo. Yeah. Okay. And that's Sorry, I'm, guys. I'm really trying to hold myself back because I I mean, we have to assume the first this first episode that we're gonna that we're gonna mm. see the way it unfolds, and it could be totally different than what I'm assuming. So. Maybe also though too, they can't get to the house, like how Diane tried to leave mm-hmm. and they killed her. Maybe like if you try and get to it, and yeah. they took all their cell phones, kind of so like cabin can't. in the woods, uh, yeah. like a whole like that's block true. thing. Which I also like that they do reference the cell phone thing that yeah. they take all of their cell phones. But they've given them, instead of 
they're like, we've given you cell phones, but we've de- deactivated them, so, so just, the just the camera. Yeah. How about just give them a camera? Like, do we really have to be like, it's 2016, we all have cameras on our phones. Mm-hmm. If you have to deactivate everything else, just give them cameras. Why is this? That's true. Yeah. Why do we have the the phone option? Is it going to be like you can call 911 unless it is some sort of tie in back for it to be a phone instead of a camera? Mm -hmm. And that's just a look how hip we are reference. That's going to kind of. I think that's probably it. Maybe. Eh. Fine then. But they had kind of a a few things that were tee ups. Like we see Rory and Audrey go to the hot tub. Mm -hmm. Because we see them in the hot tub. Kelly, you even flat out said, as soon as Audrey goes back in, he's dead. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. And we see him, and I thought, uh, surely he's going to die in this Mm -hmm. hot tub. But then Rory comes back inside because he hears the hoopla when Matt and Shelby have been talking downstairs. And this even, they even reference kind of what we're saying, where there's Shelby saying, we're going to be safe this time. There's a huge production crew. Mm-hmm. She flat out says, point blank, quote, nobody's going to let us get hurt. Mm. Which is why she has come back. But again, we don't see why Matt comes back. And Matt even says, it will happen again. I don't know if we'll survive this time. Mm-hmm. So why are you there, buddy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why we have to assume there? to help Lee and help Lee clear her name like what would you I guess but I feel like he if they've everything that they went through after Lee left and was arrested he still saw a lot more Mm -hmm. he should be saying hey sis don't worry about what anybody else thinks Mm -hmm. who cares if they're if they think that you are a murderer at least you haven't been murdered Mm -hmm. don't go get murdered just to prove that you weren't the murderer money though man man. I think people just want more money I mean she does she said that that she's a single mom and has her daughter's support which also that the really really subtle throwaway so I guess we assume now the the Flora storyline like actually is no more which is bizarre to me because it seemed like that had a lot of focus in the first it was a big thing well that I think was the central dramatic question for the first half I think that's kind of how he's broken it up is how he said it's like a different thing it's an overarching thing is he's given us two central dramatic questions of the show one is Flora going to survive are they going to get Flora back that one that's been wrapped up now the second one is who is going to be the sole survivor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's already been set up. Like, here are the direct mm-hmm. questions. So then I think episode 10 is going to be a huge twist where it's like, really, neither of those questions mattered. Mm-hmm. Here is the bigger overarching question right. that yeah. you guys didn't even know was the question that we're answering. So, you know, it is, it, it's a lot to throw in now, but because the Flora storyline isn't as big a deal, it's kind of more the impetus for... Lee's being sued by her mother-in-law for mm-hmm. custody. Right. If she does this show, if she has more money, she has more pull to potentially get her child and to be able to keep her child. But it's still, I don't know. Yeah. A, a lot but of I've, it seemed kind of forced. I'm sorry, yeah. but I've never heard of that. A mother-in-law suing the mother of a child. I mean, just a little tangent. Courts pretty much only like side with... The, the parent, the father, or the mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, like as well, a, I mean, as a she she she's for saying, the for but the if she got cleared criminally, she can't do anything about. No, that. but also there's a history of a like a substance the, abuse. Yeah, too. substance abuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she lost her first. child is dead, and her second child disappeared, and then like it's it's a whole lot under her situation because the public eye too. Hers is a strange situation. 
I see There's more plenty of like movies where they get the kid away from the mom or yeah. in real life things, no. but I'm just basing yeah. it on movies. Right, right, right. You know, okay. history. History of film and Like White Oleander? History, like White Oleander. But then, I mean, we very quickly realize that they are in, I guess, real danger. Right? Yes, like, because mm-hmm. we have, you know, we get the whole drama with Monet and Lee, and she says, I'm a drunk because of you murdering bitch, you know, that oh. whole thing. Then we get Shame. more drama because yeah. Dominic shows up and has his kerfuffle with Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt finally... Which then... Which then simultaneously, this is now when I can't remember their names. They, Shelby, no, but no real or actress. Uh, Shelby, Audrey. Audrey at this point has now retreated up to take a shower solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So amidst this fight, she's showering. So she's taking we, a shower, yeah. which you know, again, never shower Bates-esque. alone. In a scary movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, never. I mean, when do you normally like? Stay outside while I shower. Like yeah. very I rarely. I if you're like if in the it's ha- a haunted you, house, yeah, if it's yeah. a haunted house. I would have a buddy system yeah. for real. Yeah. Where like, Pigman shows up in the one shower. One of you lot. is sitting on the other side of the curtain, and we are getting to know each other. Well, remember, because they shot in the summer, they think that this is all like. They whatever. think she, yeah. yeah, she thinks They're it's like totally fake. Nonchalant. Well, even when she sees, she's in the shower. She mm-hmm. sees Pigman shows up in the mirror. She turns around. She sees him. She runs down screaming, freaking out to Rory because she's saying, you know, I was taking a shower. She's not upset because she thinks she's going to be murdered. She goes, Sydney, mm-hmm. that ass, set somebody up to scare me who saw me get out of the shower. I'm standing, you know, naked and vulnerable mm-hmm. and there's some hired actor to try to scare her. So Rory is saying... I am the only actor that will see that naked body. Mm-hmm. Done, gum it. <laughs> I will go find you, pighead man. Okay. And so he runs up to start kicking some ass, which Matt style. Truly, my the my favorite thing in this episode was actually watching him like having to pump himself up before he opened up closet doors. Because yeah. that'd be yeah. real. So if cute. I thought I was running after someone and was about to fling open some doors, I would have to take a moment each time. Yeah. And be like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Like, let's protect this. your wife's. He's such a good actor too. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could tell, like, he was even told to, like, you know, punch your fist, do yeah. it. And he, like, does it, but yeah. in a way that makes sense, that yeah. doesn't make you be like, okay, dude, like, yeah. Like, you felt like, okay, that's something a frat bro would do. Like, mm-hmm. that's something, you know, mm-hmm. before his big going out right. nights, like, he and his bros would be like, pop up, let's go. Uh-huh. Pick it, Chase man. Bump. Crush him. Mm-hmm. But we know that there are um, great members of society and fraternal communities. Oh yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> hey, I'm a sorority girl. Yes, there are. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, I, say, we're actually saying I'm props to him yeah. for broing yeah. out on Pighead Band to be True. like, look, I'm going to defend the honor of my wife. Yeah. But unfortunately, uh, Murday needs to become murder mm-hmm. for the two sisters who find him. Looking for Pighead Man, and instead he finds he gets real an abrupt up. end. Yeah. yeah, I was so surprised. He gets yeah. yeah. What yeah, a tease, just, you know, being yeah. like, oh, here's a, he's back with everybody he's else. Yeah. No, yeah. but you nope. know, we do assume now that is he not a ghost stuck to the land? Yeah, oh, he definitely is. Fingers crossed. Yes, I hope he comes back. The only thing is, we also haven't seen any of the elderly people that were killed by the nurses. Well, that's because probably they were already, like, decrepit to begin with when they were alive. So now their ghost version is probably just chilling by the the same tree. Hanging out, (laughs) watching Golden Girls, like, come on. 
Yeah, they're the mob, the ghoul, the ghoul gang. But you know, it's interesting <laughs> because ghouls. we have a little bit. We have a very interesting character turn, which I'm appreciating because I was so hard on Matt the first mm-hmm. chunk because he clearly was just such a bumbling idiot. And now it seems like with everything that happened with Shelby, he has a little bit more of a clear mind and his wits about him. And Mm -hmm. so he's very much kind of seeming like the character of Reason at Mm -hmm. this moment, who is keeping his eye open and sees the way the the murder, now the finished word, rises Mm -hmm. above the um, wallpaper. And he walks in and delivers the news that R R is is for Rory. Rory. Yep. An end episode. And... It w- that was a good end. It was. It was yeah. really good and nice directorial debut. Angela Bassett, Yay! Yay! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get a girl. Get yeah, it. that was very well directed mm-hmm. and you know directing from within the scene. She did a very yeah. very good it's job. Ryan Murphy it was, sharing the love. Yeah, the first different episode too. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. props, props to her. Good. Yeah, I mm. like that. Okay, so guys, the only thing from the um, chat that I was noticing is that we have some people, like, hoping who's going to be the last person standing, and a lot of people are saying Matt. I say Shelby. Well, let's hop into some predictions. So if the big question is, who's going to remain, why do you guys think... Don't character. go to me first. I think oh. I think it's gonna be Lee that's gonna live. You think yeah. Lee? Because I think everybody thinks she's a killer, mm-hmm. and so everybody else will die. They'll be like, she killed everybody. Kind like it doesn't clear her name, you know, at all. And I think it's I too- she would be a good twist. Yeah. She's yeah. the only one who has something to lose from being the only alive. one standing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's too predictable to have Matt or Shelby to be alive still. I think Shelby, because I think that the Scatham, what, do you, what is he? Scatchum. Scatchum. I think she's going to try to embody her and the get Sasquatch. her. The Sasquatch. Yeah. The lady thing. <laughs> lady Gaga's character is going to try to um, become her so that she can walk the mortal earth, you know, and just do her thing, find mm-hmm. her mate and have her demon, demon baby. baby. And then Flora's going to watch the demon baby. You just want Flora to be Flora's a babysitter. Flora's going to somehow, I feel like, because even if everyone dies and one person survives, I think and we go to another horror story anthology she's going to be the one that ties back to this and she could be like the one that you know she kind of she knows what happened when she was younger and she could kind of like carry it on i think to some extent well i almost wonder if they threw in the line of the mother-in-law suing for custody just so that if lee dies that we're not upset about flora being alone like we know that there's somebody fighting for Mm -hmm. her to take care of her because we would be upset if now mason and lee are gone and we go well we just invested five episodes yeah yeah and she's now an orphan matt as her uncle yeah Yeah. Yeah. but potentially i don't know i feel like matt's gonna go I feel like Matt's going to get to the very, very end and we think that he's going to survive. And I think it's going to be some huge twist. Maybe he'll sacrifice. I had, this is, this was going back. I did have one question, which I mean, again, we don't necessarily know the timeline of when, do we know when the actual, like this actual story is supposed to happen? Like when the real Shelby, Matt and Lee were in this house and all this happened? Is it... Not, is it two years ago? 2015. That was well, the show, the show aired. Show filmed. Yeah. So then when did the everything happen? Just the year before? The year before. Because my only... Which was just like another plot hole is like I'm trying to think... Of, like there's something weird about the character of Shelby to me. 
Um, especially like with her ankle shattering. Mm-hmm. How is she just like totally gung ho and has a yoga studio and everything already? I feel like that's kind of not that quick of a fix. Am I reading too much into this? I mean, she could own I mean, the studio and not necessarily practice it. And yeah. I feel like you could still do yoga. You could still yeah. do yoga even with injuries. Like you just mm. modify. I guess, yeah. Also, we were watching reenactments. We don't know how badly her age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she and was if injured. it was supposed to be, like, I feel like two years is enough just, time just to because, like, I'm, yeah, I think like, so. there's something that's, like, seeming a little, like, we're, I feel like we're getting more glimpse of, like, a menacing thing about her. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if there is already a connection to the Lady Gaga, whatever mm. her name is, thing. And she somehow already is, like, a evil ghoul of some sort that's mm. a little bit more mastermindy than we think. Oh, that's like in the howling. Maybe. I think the third the third howling, like, the second one where the girl like is kind of bringing them and then in she's the too. one that's like yeah. yeah. Cuz I mean I'm playing the whole like victim in so many ways. I mean, yeah. she had a one night yeah. fling with the actor to try and draw but Matt in. But I also in, like, wonder like how much is Matt doing too though because we still don't know Matt's real intentions for being right. there. We know that Shelby's going because of Matt. Mm-hmm. Right. But if Matt said I wasn't going, Shelby wouldn't go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we might have a big twist of finding out who actually murdered Mason and it might be something that we don't yeah. get. I think, think Shelby yet. I think I'm I'm with you though that Shelby isn't as innocent as she plays she yeah. plays up to be. I can mm. see that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean it's hard to make an actual prediction at this point. Yeah. But everything's up for grabs. I'm digging what do it, you though. think? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's going to be... I almost wonder if it's going to be Agnes and it's the butcher and the butcher lives. That Agnes is the only one who is, you know, technically associated, so but, she lives, but she's possessed. Mm-hmm. And that she then goes on to, yeah, basically maybe potentially murder the Polk family and mm-hmm. have that be part of the sacrifice and then bring them into always being on the land, have mm-hmm. some sort of thing where it's all tied back to basically a possession thing or just her craziness leads into... See, and I I didn't like... I, someone like... I don't know where in something that I read, because I, re- I don't read spoilers. I don't want to read spoilers. But I think this is more just like a fan hopeful prediction kind of a thing. And how badass would it be if Jessica Lang shows up and is the real butcher? Yeah. And, and I think somebody did it on the chat roll. That would be oh, amazing. And murders yeah. Kathy Bates' yes. version of I her. I would lose it. I would like, be that so all about that. Yeah. I would be... Ugh. Well, speaking a little bit of mm-hmm. what's to come, let's talk a little bit of news and gossip. Let's do it. After Buzz TV News. So we have just a little bit. Ryan Murphy did confirm, because we've had all of these different tie-ins to the previous seasons, mm-hmm. and we've been saying, you know, okay, we've had a little bit of our Coven reference, What? but what is, what's the direct Coven tie-in? Mm-hmm. And he confirmed that Lady Gaga's persona is, in fact, the original Supreme, Ooh. and that he b- plans to bring the character back to a future American horror season that will, quote, return to Coven. <gasps> yes! My favorite. So, we will have in future seasons, and he's also said that next season will not have any of the secrecy, any of the things that they've had for this season, how mm-hmm. everything was super secretive right. under wraps. Uh, it will be announced... But it will have a big hook. 
So we're still not really sure what that I mean, means. See, I would assume if they're going to do a solo finale episode that it has to be a tee-up for the next yeah. season. Yeah, well, he yeah. says it's also going to involve several freak show characters, so if it's going to be a return to Coven and there's freak show characters and there's I all these other things. Salem, Massachusetts. Ooh. I mean, there's already a Salem show. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So... Wait, but. so the next season is going to be that? Or just or a future? He just says the future, the future oh. seasons will have some sort of tie-in to Return to Coven. Mm-hmm. Next season will have several characters from Freak Show mm-hmm. making appearances. Oh. But in so true Ryan Murphy fashion, that really doesn't mean anything to us because no. none of his secrets make sense until after mm-hmm. we see them. Yeah. Except the only thing that we would assume that the, the next season, or at least primarily, or not all of it, is the modern day. Because mm-hmm. we know Freak Show was 50s. Yeah. Yeah, 50s, 60s. So. The first one was kind of modern. Wasn't it modern day? A little bit the more modern. The first season? Yeah. Yeah, the first was season modern. was completely yeah, was modern. modern. Yeah. It's kind of switching off. Like, yeah. it'll go, like, back and forth. Like, Hotel was right. modern. Mm-hmm. Freak Show was a throwback. Coven was modern. Or maybe had... they'll go international and not What's... keep it in the U.S. Well, it's American Horror Story, so I, I feel know. like... <laughs> well, it can be Britain. I mean, you know, our cousins yeah. from across the pond. I was they with you for a second. Start there. Like, I'm just yeah. saying. I feel I'm like they would it. make it, like, International Horror Story. I don't think they would make it, like, American Horror Story. Wow. Half yeah. the first season could... Well, the first part of the season could be was, England or something. Asylum was a throwback year, too, right? Yeah. 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 Asylum so was it's just throwback. Asylum and Freak Show, kind of, were the only... Mm-hmm. Time periods. But we had, you know, a bunch of flashbacks for... Hotel yeah. and for murder, know, house. murder house and everything, but the actual thing was set modern mm-hmm. day. Gotcha. So that I has mean, me we've, thinking. We've switched time periods. We've switched locations a lot, but part of me dimensions. is really. I think it's ooh. We haven't switched dimensions. I do kind of want them to bring in aliens and get it right this because, time. Because yeah, yeah they cool. we did like a UFO thing, well, and I still haven't figured that out with the crop circles. I you know I went back and I watched some of Asylum again, and I was like, yeah, the whole alien storyline is still I don't get. Yeah, it's so hard to do though. I feel like I feel like aliens could be either really good or really bad. There's yeah. not any like that was all right. I think the way they did it was, like, very, like, uh, X-Files-y. And I I liked it. I'm just still trying to figure it out and how it ties into the other episodes. Just like how I'm trying to figure out this (laughs) season. Which we're... D- in? Not, we're not talking about it anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got excited. We're talking news and gossip. We're talking yeah. about news right, 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 and gossip right. about the show. Right. Why was but, the season so secretive, though? Because of six? Because of the, na- and six, the six, number? Six. I, th- I, I think don't it was know. mostly just kind of a marketing ploy to be yeah, like, hey, build up. But, all, but, but also, this, this is a season that they're really trying to do all these tie-ins from other seasons and all these references. So I think probably... To just to I don't know to make it. I almost like, wonder if he didn't know he was going to get another season or not. Um, no, I think, I think that they know they yeah. were going to get this yeah. season because they already yeah. have. Haven't they? Don't they already have season seven too? They they yeah they're prepping for season seven now. Right. So and I assume they are already ready with episode seven, which will be next week. Woo. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, where can we find more from you guys? Hey guys, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Kelch. Have a good night. Hey loves, hit me up on Instagram at Michelle underscore Madison TV. Hey, I'm Kelly McInerney. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Holly Weirdo. And I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. You can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV. Be sure to use that hashtag AfterBuzz TV. Tweet at us and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. 
comment. We love hearing from you guys. And tune in next week. We'll be back. Hopefully we'll be too. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz! See you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 